Hey, hey, everybody. We've got Laura Johnston with my dental SOP, a community that helps dental DSOs and offices operate at a higher, happier level. We dive into how Laura and her team are having the conversations that need to be had around continue until by maintaining the focus and momentum in your office. Laura shares with us her platform, what her platform is doing for other dental groups, and she leaves us with her essential handbook. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brandon Straza, and I believe that life, it gives to the givers. And today, we've got Laura Johnston of My Dental SOP to help you lead with the give. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you for having me, Brandon. It's always great to have a conversation with you. Yeah, you know, I, I got to say this one. N anyone listening to this probably won't really care about this part, but like I have L's in my life, the Laurel, the Laura, and I'm always like trying to be like very conscious about the L's and stuff. So uh, just giving everyone a heads up, we we uh, have more than just a podcasting relationship here uh, between her, her husband and her company and I, but I'm super excited to have you on here today. You know, as opposed to waiting till the end of the show for the members that are listening, where's the best place to connect with you outside of the give that will we'll tease at the end of the podcast but where's the best place for them to connect with you yeah i would say the best two places to find me are either through my website mydentalsop.com um and i'm very active on linkedin at laura g johnston so yeah either of those would work well awesome well check it out over there we'll make sure that that's in the show notes and then you know with your give at the end they'll be able to connect with you through that which i'm really excited about so let's just let's dive into it you know our ability to learn or availability of information it's really changed over the last 2 to 3 years in our younger years textbooks teachers friends family beyond the googles the youtubes and the other search engines how has your learning changed from your early years versus today well um I still read a lot. I love podcasts. Uh, the Dentalpreneur podcast with Mark Costas is my industry favorite. Um, I love operations, so I follow, follow Cameron Harold. Um, he's the founder of the COO Alliance, uh, and his podcast is called Second in Command. Wait, who was uh, the COO Alliance? Which one was that one? Yeah, Cameron, Cameron Harold. Oh, CMO. yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of my partners are really close. Yeah, good guy. I've interviewed him once before. Cameron's an amazing human, and... Uh, uh, I love his story and his background. Have you gotten the uh, free PR book? I haven't got the free PR book yet. I'm still addicted to his Vivid Vision book, though. I, I use it probably weekly. <laughs> nice, nice. Check out the, his uh, his free PR book. It's not okay. free, but like it's something around that. Right. Um, another great one. So, so I, I, I just stopped you right there. But yeah, keep going on. What What are the ways that you're learning now? Well, I'm sure like for, it was true for you, but in 2019, I got turned on to personal and professional development through masterminds and in-person events. Um, that's how I met you. So that kept me pretty busy during the pandemic. And I really haven't slowed down from that. Um, but that led me to finding my mentors, uh, learning from industry peers, hiring coaches and advisors. So I'm, in a, I'm a member of the Dental Entrepreneurial Women. Um, they inspire and mentor me. Um, I've been very fortunate to collaborate with some pretty amazing people. Uh, including inside the Give and the Success Finder networks. So, um, yeah. So the work I do today is a direct result of those collaborations. Yeah, and and here's the thing that I really took away from that, and where I've seen, and anything that I've built over the last four or five years, and then 
re-implemented in companies that are older than that of mine, it's getting in those rooms. It's, it's, you know, I, I, you hear the word networking and you're thinking, oh, it's a network. Getting in those masterminds, getting in those rooms, being involved in the communities. Now, there's all kinds of communities and masterminds and, and networks that are out there. So I don't want to sit there and say that, hey, I haven't been to one and I wasn't slightly deterred, but it didn't stop me. Because once you get in those rooms, it's not that you're sitting around with like-minded individuals. I don't want to sit there and say that where everyone thinks the same way. They, they have a, a, a personality and a drive to do more, but it's really how it helps shape and create a stronger foundation and what is absolutely possible as opposed to, you know, something you're just reading in textbook. And I think that's one of the biggest things is how you implement when you're in those rooms. Well, yeah, it's very powerful. And and I will admit that my favorite places to go are those ones where there is some implementation that takes place um, because it's really easy to go to an event, squirrel out and go back home and and not implement anything. So I think it's really powerful when you really engage, not just show up at them, but really engage um, and and make sure it gets a part of your regular life. I I that's that's one of the things that I speak to with my dental SOP. How many times have we gone to trainings, to events, and we don't really have any place to put it to make it usable? And so that's one of the things that we do is we we encourage our teams, our dental teams, to really engage in those learnings, but also have a place to put it when they get back home so that they can implement it to with their teams. Yeah, it's not just that rah-rah with nothing behind it. It's actually what are you implementing? Some of the best communities, some of the best leaders, mentors are the ones that, I mean, you're seeing the actual imp implementation because I mean, as being an entrepreneur, it's easy to lose our footing. I mean, it's our confidence and, and second guess our decisions. It's like, you know, when you sit in that echo chamber, all you're getting is the reverb bouncing back and forth. How have you developed a winning mindset and what are some of the techniques or practices you use to overcome self-doubt or limiting beliefs? Well, speaking of events and mindset, so one of my first um, mindset coaches was someone I met at an event I went to, um, Chucky Akobi. You might know him. Oh, yeah. How is yeah. Chucky? Yeah, he's great. I still check in with him. He's amazing. And he really taught me how to start with the end in mind, um, communicate with myself, my subconscious um, conversations that I'm having. Uh, using a gratitude journal and that guided meditation and, and visualization. But one of the cool things, too, I think that really helped me is he has those four basic instructions and releasing the past, clarifying your vision um, and developing habits through thought and action. But it's number four that really sticks to me. And it's kind of like a Napoleon Hill kind of thought where it's like continue until number four is just maintain that focus and momentum and continue until. Right. Because it's it's not a destination. It's it's a it's a journey. And so um, I think, you know, kind of being on repeat with those four habits has helped me with my mindset, my self-doubt. I follow the teachings of Napoleon Hill. Um, but again, surrounding myself with those that have accomplished what I'm trying to accomplish and what I'm trying to achieve has been really um important. So like you said, getting more involved in that community, it's not just going to those events, it's not just going to those masterminds, but it's really surrounding yourself with those people and being involved. Um, and that's, that really helps me, I think in those moments. Yeah. And I think they're going to come no matter what they are there. They, 
it's been written. It's already happened. It's just the the version that we're living at that moment. Uh, you know, as it's going along, and this will this will speak to whomever it's meant to speak towards. Don't forget about paying it forward. And and I know you do that. I know you and your team uh, do that. But I mean, it's it's inviting the people into the room that need to be in the room that you know that they can make a greater impact because they were in the room. They make that connection. They make that 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 room what it is. And you've seen it. You've been oh, in yeah. rooms with yeah. some amazing humans, and it's amazing because you're one of those people that's in there. But don't don't discount the fact of, and I'm not saying to you, but just to anyone, of paying it forward. And yeah, an attitude of service really is the thing that can get you through those moments more than anything. Those self-doubt, when you focus on someone else to make their life better, their um, their connections better, their learning better, whatever it is, uh, yeah, really powerful. Yeah, someday I'll tell the story without telling the story of how a cab ride led to a $100,000 investment in me plus a 10% uh, ownership in another company. It's a story for a whole nother day, but that is the cab ride that like will live in infamy. You so, never know where a cab ride will lead. Yeah, you actually literally never know. It's a true story. Just not going to finish it right now. Anyways, all right. <laughs> you know, in entrepreneurship and in, in, in anything, remaining nimble and being able to adapt is it, it's key to success. What are the tools that you use to work through change, uncertainty, or disruption as it's happening in real time? Um, yeah, in real time, that's the key. Um, I Well, uncertainty and disruption, it can be very stressful. You and I have talked about this before. Lots of breathing and meditation. We both do that. Um, for my personality, I like collaboration. I need it to process my thoughts. Um, my ideas get feedback. And so for that reason, I collaborate with my partner and my team a lot. We make space in our team huddles for feedback and brainstorming. Um, but again, I'm going to tap into um, the whole reason I created my dental SOP was to have that solid foundation, when you have clear standard operate, uh, operating procedures and you know kind of what you do and what you're expected to do, it gives you the freedom to be agile and innovative. So, yeah, you got to have that stable foundation in order to have that freedom. And I got to. OK, so I'm going to I'm going to dive into an SOP. I've, I've tried them. I've tried implementing in them. And it's not that it's I'm the best person in the world. And it's like most of it, all the SOPs sit up here and then people just need to, like, know what's going if I'm a dentist, I'm in, uh, I'm a, a doctor, I'm a, a business owner, doesn't matter the domain. Good, yeah. solid foundation is good, solid foundation, hands down and twice on Sunday. Okay. When I hear the term SOP, I'm like, oh, it's going to be more work. Oh, I got to go do, you know, like, what is it that I'm really, you know, like, you know, when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get. What should people expect when they enter your reality of, of the SOP? So in our world of the SOP, first of all, I don't want it to be more work. That's the exact opposite of what I'm trying to, you know, that's why I have a solution. Nobody wants a solution that creates. <laughs> um, but our motto is that and our team motto, our company motto is that you will know exactly what to expect and you'll get more than than is expected. And so we do that for two reasons. The first one is because we serve a wide range of clients, everything from a solo practitioner to a large DSO and everything in between. And the second reason is because our our solution is completely customizable. So our clients need to know that they're in the right place, that they know why they're here. They know what happens next and and they know what to do and what happens when that 
They know what to do next and what happens when they do that, right? So those things really set them up for clarity and confidence. And so that's important to us as a company. But um, um, I would say that what I've learned from my collaborations inside the Give community is that, you know, building those relationships with, with the ideal client is more than just know, liking, and trusting you. They come from that allegiance capital that we talk about, that knowing what you're going to get and what happens, and then and then us as a company delivering what we say we're going to deliver. And our team puts an emphasis on that. Yeah. And let, let me ask, let's just say I'm a dentist, I'm a DSO, I'm coming to you. What's like something that like, again, I might not understand, but a good good foundational practices, again, we've discussed are great foundational practices. What is like a key thing that I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know that this was out there and how this is going to transform my team or my my office or whatever it is. Is there like one singular thing that you would lead with when it comes to why people are getting what the value that they're getting from you and how they're growing their team, like whether it's retention, growth, uh, internal happiness of the uh, of the office? What is, give me that one thing. Gosh, one thing, Brandon, you, you nailed a couple of them right there. A lot of times people are unhappy in their role because they don't really know what's expected of them, kind of going back to what we want to provide as a company. But those team members, they don't know what's expected of them. They're not super clear on their role. They don't have a path forward of growth. And so having these in a a system where they can actually use them, actually access them, think about a training that you've gone to. You learn a whole bunch of things. And and at the end of the day, you don't use most of that every day. And so where do you go to refresh your training or what you need to go pay for another training on the same thing? No, you should be putting these things into your SOP. And that's what our platform does. It keeps it live. Um, but again, we don't want them to start from scratch. We don't want them to have more work. So we give them the foundation. Like our platform is full of standard operating procedures for a general dental practice. So they're not standard, you know, starting from scratch. They have the opportunity to customize it, make it unique to them, mm. unique to their team, add that, you know, that tribal knowledge from their team members and, and boom, they're up and running and they can continue to use it as they onboard and train. Um, I, everybody should use it. Everybody, not just dental practices. Yes. Yeah. So they yeah. don't have to, they don't have to pay for some fancy expensive software and figure out how to actually backdoor and recreate the wheel. You've already created it for them and simplified the process. created the wheel that nice. they can then just make a little, you know, just unique to them. And so I haven't seen it out there. There's lots of, of tools out there that will help you create this, but it's in a book or a manual or you have to print PDFs or you have to do all these things. It's, it's I've never seen it the way we've created it. And uh, you talk about community, you know, having a space to talk about these trainings and to talk about these processes and procedures. And so our our platform, as you know, that creating a community is an important piece of of a business or so. So we've created that inside that space as beautiful. well. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, there's there's always, you know, during times of prosperity, there's always, you know, great things buzzing happening. But, you know, creativity and ingenuity, in my opinion comes when, you know, we feel the squeeze and there's all different kinds of squeezes out there in the world these days. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? Well, so first of all, my dental SOP started from that, that exactly what you're talking about, feeling the squeeze. <laughs> that was the genesis of it. Um, because as a consultant, I worked with teams, help them uh, become more efficient, highlight the gaps, you know, give them training, right? But the, 
many times you leave the practice, they fall back into habits or they lose team members. And so I wanted to leave them with something more lasting. And so we just launched my dental SOP this month. Um, it's been in the works for over a year. I'm really excited about it. Obviously, I want everyone else to be excited about it too. I want them to feel how how great it is to have this in their practice. But um, in addition to launching this amazing solution, um, we're attending more. You talk about events. We're attending more events this year. We'll be at eight of the conferences, uh, industry conferences, the Midwinter mm -hmm. Dental Conference, um, Dental Success Summit. Super excited for that. Um, Adom, Bent Erickson's Powering Dentistry. They give an amazing conference, Delivering and Well. And I'd have your own little event, not little event, because you might have your own events coming up maybe yes. in October or something. Yeah, probably in October. Year. Yes, yeah. you know about it. Yeah, oh. so stay tuned. Um, we're, we're excited to just get more involved in, in our industry, but also, you know, we're attending an event um, with you next month, a, a marketing um, one that Laurel is putting on. And so yeah. we're we're excited to not only do stuff inside our industry, but really stay um, in tune with with lots of other things, too. Yeah. And then, I mean, the fact that the, the different places that you're going, you'll be able to take that knowledge, whether it's marketing, SOP, dental conferences, and then re-bring that back to uh, the, you know, the the DSOs and how they can gain more value above and beyond what that looks like. Well, I saw about this. So Did a big enough group. We should that. have Laurel do a... Uh, I'm doing that. I'm saying this live. Well, we should get Laurel to see if she can do a a live workshop for, you know, enough of the um, uh, of the DSOs out there. But I digress. Yeah, marketing is always a thing for for dental practices. So we definitely need to get her involved. Um, yeah, and I just put her on the spot. She doesn't even know it. I'll have to send her this recording. <laughs> so Laurel, you're yeah. hired. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. All right. Last as, as, we're, as we're coming to the end here, you know, I believe that you know, leading with the give mentality is the way to go. Um, it's the principle in which I have based every company partnership. And uncoincidentally, it's the name of the podcast, The Give. We ask every guest on the podcast to share a little sneak peek of what their give will be for the listeners placed over at TSF. Laura, what have you brought today to give to the listeners? So my give is the Essential SOP Handbook. Um, it's the guide that we started with when we created our own standard operating procedures. It's the framework for my dental SOP, um, and it applies to everyone listening. You do not have to be in the dental industry to, to benefit from, from this handbook. So whether you're creating your own or refining some, so um, it, it does come with the full checklist for a dental practice, but there's so many key components to anyone listening today. Beautiful, beautiful. I look forward to sharing that with you. We have got Laura Johnston of My Dental SOP. Laura, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And uh, I might see you here in the next uh, few days, but have an awesome <laughs> rest of the week. Yes, indeed. Thank you, sir. All Pleasure right. to be here.